At ViStar, we believe in better. So there's a personal greeting when you come into a branch and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval insured by NCUA. And now it's our pleasure to welcome the President of the United States, George W. Bush, to the Daytona 500. Welcome, Mr. President. I am really glad to be here. If you've never been to a Daytona 500, it's hard for me to describe <laughs> what it's like to be down here with the drivers and to see the huge crowd and to feel the excitement for one of America's great sporting spectacles. It was a strange start to the 2004 Daytona 500. As before the race, several cars had to move to the rear of the field with engine changes for pole sitter Greg Biffle, Ryan Newman, Ricky Craven, and the 1990 race winner, Derek Cope. Unfortunately for Biffle, he won't get to keep that pole position because of an engine change in his car since Thursday's qualifying races by rule. He'll have to go to the back of the field. This meant that Gatorade dual number one winner Dale Earnhardt Jr. took over the first starting spot and led the opening laps. Earnhardt Jr. leads lap one by about a foot. Tony Stewart is behind him in the 20, pushing the outside lane. It's Elliott Sadler in 38, pushed by Sterling Marlin in 40. Mark Martin, coming off a disappointing season the year before, exited the race with a blown engine on lap eight, which brought out the first caution. Trouble turn number three, and the caution flag is out. Oh, hang on there, Mark. But it was Jeff Gordon in the lead on a lap 81 restart. Caution period is over. Jeff Gordon leads the field to the restart as the race reaches 200 miles. From laps 81 to 200, it was caution-free. The main competitors during the second half of the race still were Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt Jr. They were the two strongest cars that day. When the final green flag pit stops were over, rookie Scott Wimmer of Bill Davis Racing was out in front. The crew had only changed the right side tires, elevating him from a likely 7th or 8th place finish for a chance to win. If Scott Wimmer, the 22, had just another car do the same strategy and get hooked up together, it's great strategy. But exactly. by yourself, no good. But unfortunately, he had no drafting partner and was caught up by the faster Stewart and Earnhardt with just 25 laps to go. Wimmer up the hill off turn number two. Here comes Tony Stewart for the lead. Wimmer to block, but I don't think it's going to work. Dale Jr. passed Stewart on lap 181. Jr. could not quite make it. He's still trying. Here oh, he goes again. Another run to the inside of Stewart, and he might have him this time. A great round going to turn three. He's got it. And held him off in the remaining laps to win his very first Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr., exactly six years to the day after his father, Dale Earnhardt Sr., had won his first and only Daytona 500, sails into victory lane. The legacy continues. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the 46th Daytona 500. It's Junior's Day at Daytona in the 2004 Daytona 500. At ViStar, we lowered or eliminated over half our fees, saving members an additional million dollars this year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.